Welcome. This is Nikki Booker. My podcast is Find Your Soul, Find Your Soulmate. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. My podcast is about love, not only loving another person, but loving yourself and knowing how important that is, how to do that. And we talk about some of the things that maybe hold us back from knowing our value and being able to do that, along with some dating advice and and the like. So um, I wanted to do this episode today. It's the power of forgiveness. And with the holidays coming up, I know that a lot of us, I'm really fortunate. I don't, I'm not forced to spend time with relatives that maybe I don't get along with. Uh, I got a pretty close knit family that, but you know, uh, but I know a lot of people aren't that lucky. They're not that fortunate. They maybe are forced to spend time with people who they're not in a good position with right now, their relationship struggling. And so, well, I talk about the power of forgiveness and how that relates to, you know, dating and relationships. It of course can apply to all relationships. So the power of forgiveness, sometimes You have to hit rock bottom before the best part of your life can begin. In fact, I think that's how it happens for a lot of us. We coast through life. We're not forced to make difficult choices. And then one day we're simply forced to. If you haven't been forced to make tough choices in your life, then are you really living it? Are you really living it to the fullest? I believe you have to take a stance. I believe in moderation, but not where your happiness is concerned. And if you never take a stance, then you might be playing it safe. You know, maybe you've realized a long-term romantic relationship must end. It often takes us being at our absolute worst before we really realize what we need to change in our life. For me, it was when I decided to leave my ex-husband. And as a lot of you know, I was pregnant with my daughter at the time, so not the best timing. Typically, the very lowest point of your life happens before the very best part of your life. Hitting rock bottom can be a defining moment in your life. I mean, there's nowhere to go but up, right? Are you at the lowest point in your life than you've ever been? Do you feel like you're at a crossroads in your life? If you feel like you're being forced to make difficult choices, then it's probably time to make some changes, right? It's time to step up and see what you're made of. If you seek the truth, then you are on your way to happiness. Do you want to be sure that you never get to this bad place again? Do you understand the power of forgiveness? It's all about the choices you make from here on out. Guess what? The first choice you make, it may not be the right one. Guess what? You may still struggle a while before you really figure out the changes that you need to make. It can take time to change a mindset that you've developed over the years, especially when that's harmful to you. Do you give up if you don't get some sort of immediate relief? There's no immediate relief from a long-term problem. There's no pill that will make it better, not in the long run anyhow. And if you find yourself at a crossroads in your life, 
please don't give up when it starts to get just a little bit harder. It's pretty much a known fact that it will get worse before it gets better, but it will get better. If you do the work, I promise it will get better. The short-term sacrifice of immediate gratification is worth it. Long-term happiness and peace is worth the daily temporary grievance. What I mean is that you may have to sacrifice immediate gratification every day for just a little while and efforts to achieve your long-term goals. Shoot for long-term gratification. It is so much more rewarding. The results simply last. So let me ask, have you broken up with someone and you're putting all the blame on them? It's all their fault. Do you realize that while their actions may be the cause of why you broke it off, that you're still responsible for the outcome? What I mean is that somewhere along the way, you made a choice. You made a choice to be with that person. Somewhere along the way, you allowed a certain behavior. Maybe you didn't. Good for you. But if the person in your life continues to make you feel bad or they bring pain and negativity into your life, you have to take responsibility for that also. I'm not saying it's your fault for what another person did, but at some point you decided to be with that person. So what can you do now to prevent yourself from being back in the same situation? How do you prevent yourself from picking another person like the one you just left? Do you know your value? While it's not your fault, it's still your problem. What bad, de- what bad decisions did you make that got you into the situation? Maybe you were blindsided. Okay, then. What do you need to do to make sure that you don't get blindsided again? You can only be blindsided so many times. Eventually, you have to realize that you're just maybe being blind to the truth or ignoring it, rather. When I decided to leave my ex-husband, it was the scariest thing I ever did. Like I said before, a lot of you know I was 11 weeks pregnant with our second child when I left. I placed a lot of the blame on him for why it didn't work out. It wasn't until I began to look at myself and really hold myself accountable that changes actually started to occur in my life. Yes, he did things wrong. But if I put all of my focus on what he did wrong and not on what I needed to do to change, then I wasn't going to see any positive changes in my life. If you play the victim, you will always be the victim. If you play the victim, you will never see real change in your life. The only thing you can control is your reaction. The only way you can prevent yourself from getting right back into the same situation with the new person is to change your actions. When I look back now, I realize I did a lot wrong in my first marriage. My intentions were good, but my outcome wasn't. I was overcritical and I demasculinized my ex-husband. I would call him and accuse him of doing things instead of think about what I could do to make the situation better. I would attack him with the truth and try to prove to him why he was the person who was wrong. I put all of my effort into telling him why he was the bad guy. Then I tried just talking to him. 
And when I stopped attacking him and tried talking to him, that's when the truth actually came out. I still realized I shouldn't be with them, but I gave it my best. I tried to resolve the issues rather than try to prove that I was right. I was a control freak. I was so afraid that it wouldn't work out that I tried to control everything. My marriage still failed, so I guess control didn't work. I also strived for perfection for the wrong things. I wanted my house to be perfect, my kids' clothes, my clothes, my body. Meanwhile, my marriage was anything but. I was focused on all the wrong things. It was almost picture perfect on the outside, but on the inside, there were some real issues. I married before I really knew who I was and what I needed. I wasn't self-aware. I also was not nice to myself. I was a jerk to myself and I entertain a lot of negative self-talk. I didn't realize I was taking that out on my partner because I didn't have my own thoughts and emotions in check. I married for the wrong reasons. I married a man because he was attractive and he, he loved me. That's it. I didn't take into account all of the other very important things that you should. I didn't know myself. I was completely in over my head. It's almost like I was playing a grown-up, but I wasn't one yet. I ignored the red flags. There were signs. There were signs all over the freaking place, but I ignored them. I rationalized the bad behavior. I basically created this person in my head that didn't exist. The first thing I had to learn to do before I could truly move on and improve my life was forgive myself. You have to forgive yourself. If you can't forgive yourself, then you will never feel worthy of change. You have to forgive yourself first. Again, if you can't forgive yourself, then you will never feel worthy of the change that you seek. You have to forgive yourself first. Otherwise, you'll self-sabotage and you won't even realize you're doing it. I forgave myself for not knowing what I didn't know. I forgave myself for not making the best decisions. I forgave myself for not understanding what was important. I forgave myself for being weak. I forgave myself for ending my marriage. I forgave myself, and I'm still working on this one, for leaving my children or taking them away from their father. I forgave myself for breaking up a home. I forgave myself for just simply not being better. I also reminded myself often that my internal motivations were good. My motivations were coming from a good place. And that just had to be enough at that moment. Once I was finally able to forgive myself, I felt that I was worthy of change. And then changes simply started to happen. I made tough choices. I pushed myself after I got a divorce and then made some even dumber choices. In fact, I made a lot of really dumb decisions after I left my ex, but I learned from them. I pushed on. I was determined to live my truth and create my happiness. You can't give up. You won't learn overnight, but if you continue to seek your truth, 
then you will eventually learn. You won't be perfect and you'll still mess up, (laughs) but forgive yourself. Just get ready to do a lot of forgiving. You know, I found a really interesting quote um, and I found it online. I was writing this blog post about forgiveness and the quote is, the day the child realizes that all adults are imperfect, he becomes an adolescent. The day he forgives them, he becomes an adult. And the day he forgives himself, he becomes wise. It's Alden Nolan. I don't even know how to say the last name, but I just, I found a lot of power in that, that quote. Um, and it's funny. I was just talking about this the other day as a parent. Um, once you become a parent, you really start to forgive your parents for a lot of things because you realize how hard it is. Again, it's about forgiveness. You know that we, you know, as parents, we all just try to do the best we can. But when you become one, you really realize that your parents didn't have all the answers and they just, they just did the best they could. So anyway, practice forgiving because you know what? To be happy, you have to learn to forgive others. It took some time, but you know what I did next? I forgave my ex. He may never forgive me for leaving, and he may continue to punish me forever, but I forgave him for everything he did. Yes, I did a lot wrong, but so did he. I forgave him because he wasn't able to change. I forgave him because I know that he didn't have the inner strength to look at himself, accept his faults, and make better choices. Maybe he didn't think he needed to. I forgave him for that also. You have to forgive others before you can learn to forgive yourself. Do you know why you should forgive your ex? You should forgive him or her because we all just want to be loved. We all try our best, but sometimes it's just, it's not good enough and we just aren't a good fit. You don't know until you try and sometimes you make the wrong decision. We should all learn to forgive because we all just want to be loved. We're all just a bunch of grown-up kids trying our best. Live and learn and learn and forgive. Forgiveness is the most powerful action. It's powerful not because of what it does for the other person so much as what it does for yourself. Free yourself and learn to forgive. When you learn to forgive, you free yourself. I forgave my ex for the sake of our children. I had to. And now that I've forgiven him, and I treat him like he isn't the lowest human on earth, you know, we get along okay. There's no drama. Well, not really. (laughs) I will never forget, okay? But I, I did forgive. I did it for me, and I did it for my kids. You know, I I try to no longer greet him at the door with a look of disdain when he comes to pick up his children for the weekend. I just, I forgave him. I had to move on. And you know, another quote when I was writing this that I put in the blog post um, about forgiveness is from Mother Teresa. It's, if we really want to love, we must learn to forgive. So listen, if, if you can't forgive, you're really just hurting yourself. All of that negativity and blaming that you're entertaining is doing one thing and one thing only. It's destroying your insides. Let me say that again. If you can't forgive, 
The only person that you're hurting is yourself. All of that negativity and blaming does one thing and one thing only. It destroys you on the inside. So don't hold grudges. Forgive. Forgive yourself and forgive others. Know that you may be at your lowest now, but if you do the work, you are on your way to the happiest place you could possibly be. When you hit rock bottom, there's no place to go but up. If you're willing to do the work, you can do it. I believe in you. Do you believe in yourself? That's the question. Thanks for listening today. My website is NikkiBooker.com. I offer private coaching if that's something that you're interested in. If you need dating advice or maybe you're just stuck in a bad place and you need, you know, you need a pep talk, you need some help getting out of it. You need some, some help with direction and, and goals. And um, I'm here. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to my podcast. Uh, I release a new episode once a week. That way you're notified. And it'd be even more amazing if you left a review. That'd be great. So thanks again. Take care. And just practice forgiving and forgive yourself. Yeah.